When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rightio, it's uh, been an interesting time for the Black Caps. Uh, been in Pakistan, it seems uh, like forever. It might have been to felt like that to some of them that have been there the whole time. Although Pakistan these days, uh, I understand, is uh, a lot easier to negotiate than it used to be. Unless, of course, you're the former Prime Minister Imran Khan, who I believe was arrested in Islamabad earlier today. So uh, not the best of times for Imran Khan. Who'd be a politician over there? Uh, you really do put your life on the line. Uh, so, uh, yes, um, it's been a, a really good time and a, a fact-finding time, I would imagine, for the Black Caps and their hierarchy over uh, a number of uh, selection issues and a number of players that are in contention to the World Cup, which, of course, is now closing in on us very, very quickly. Not a lot of cricket for the Black Caps to be played uh, before now and then. Uh, on the line uh, for this is uh, Gary Stead, uh, the head coach. Uh, Gary's good enough, um, I'm sure, still with a bit of jet lag, etc., uh, to give us... Uh, a few minutes of his time today. Gary, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, Smithy. Um, Pakistan tour. Can you sum it up from uh, 4-1 in the end? Okay, it doesn't look good on paper, but I think we go a little bit deeper than that. Can you can you sum it up uh, from your perspective in terms of what you wanted to see and what you did see? Yeah, I, I think um, that 4-1, I guess, result in the end could have easily been 3-2 the other way. I, I think there was one game we, we were probably soundly beaten in the, in the fourth international but I think in all the other games we we actually played some really good cricket against a quality team as well and I expect Pakistan are going to be um, serious contenders when it comes to the World Cup a little bit further down the track so when you consider that we had a number of guys in the IPL and and not available for the tour then for us it it became an opportunity um, to grow depth and and look at some players who may not normally get a go and and from that perspective we were delighted uh, I guess with some of the results and and how some of the players played over there and on the whole I think as a as a cricket team we, we acquitted ourselves reasonably well. Gary, you, uh, now that Gavin's uh, headed off overseas, Gavin Larson of course, uh, are you flying solo on this or have you co-opted anyone or is Gavin still having input? Uh, no, not at the moment. Um, Gav was obviously involved in the selection of that last group, but um, he's he's gone to Warwickshire, and at the moment we yeah we we haven't got anyone that's on board at the moment. Okay, right. So um, flying solo in that regard at the moment, uh, as you mentioned, uh, pretty much a, a full strength Pakistan attack. What I liked uh, uh, from what I saw is the way at times you could handle their pace attack, um, which I think is one of the better ones in the world. Yeah, that was one of the real pleasing things. And I think if you look at both teams, uh, pace bowling struggled a little bit. And, and that's obviously um, due to the conditions over there. They're, they're pretty flat and, and batter-friendly wickets on the whole. Um, so that was encouraging the way we played. When you when you consider Shaheen Afridi, Harris Ralph and Nassim Shah, they, they are real quality bowlers. And um, I think the way that, that our guys did handle them and, and I guess set up platforms for our innings was was pleasing in, in all in all five games actually. 
Right, Gary, um, let's look at um, some really good news. Uh, I perceive it to be anyway, and I imagine you've been uh, talking behind the scenes with Trent Bolt. Uh, he's talking very glowingly this morning in the media about his possibility of being part of this team again. Yeah, well, um, there's still obviously a bit of water to go under the bridge and understanding where that sits. Um, but but it is encouraging that I think Trent uh, missed Test cricket and, and missed being part of the team as well. But ultimately, he will still have to make some decisions around the, what he's available for, and, and then we'll have to make decisions of how that fits with us as well. But but you're right, any any team with Trent Bolt in it, I think, looks stronger for New Zealand, and, and that is an encouraging news. Are there any concerns from your point of view, Gary? I mean, you know, you, you, it's a fact of the matter. We just have to let players go to the IPL for financial reasons, etc. Uh, but a lot of them aren't getting a lot of cricket. Does that concern you? Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, ideally, you want the guys to go over there and get playing experience. And I'm in contact with them all, and, and you still know that they're training hard and, and working hard on their games. But there's nothing like, I think, playing over there as well. And it, it, it was good at the start of the IPL. I think just about everyone got some experience. And I guess you have to bide your time and, and, and see how it goes over there. But we haven't had a lot of players playing, have we? And, and that's always, I guess, a concern when you want them to have match time and get that experience under their belt. One player that has been playing and playing magnificently too is uh, Devin Conway, which uh, raises a couple of uh, interesting points as to exactly where you perceive that you might be going to use him. Obviously, uh, you want him to face a lot of deliveries, but um, where at this point would you perceive him to be your best value? Uh, I think still at the top of the order. Um, Look, we, we tried Devon uh, with Ross Taylor leaving. We, we tried Devon at four for a while in the test game and then we've ended up going back to him at the top of the order. Um, we have a lot of discussions with Devon around that and, and where he, he sees himself fitting best. But, I mean, he's a great team man and, and does everything he, he can and, and I think his, his value at the top of the order has been shown across all three forms for us and you want, as you say, you want your best players facing the majority of the balls, especially in white ball cricket. And he's he certainly, I mean, up there with some of the best in the world, the way he's been playing. So um, do we hold a candle for Kane? Um, are, are you planning to be without him in all honesty? I mean, uh, we know what, uh, what kind of bloke he is and how professional he is and everything he does. And he'll be working on his uh, recuperation just in the same way. Do, do we hold a candle? Can we do that? We, well, we're still going to hold a candle, but uh, I think the reality says it's just um, a very light glow at the moment, Smithy. So, look, I mean, uh, you never want to rule anyone out of Kane's quality and, and calibre and, and experience that he brings to the team. So we will give him every opportunity to to be fit. Um, the hard thing for us is, uh, I guess, we're having to name the World Cup squad at least a month in advance. Um, that, that are the ICC mm -hmm. regulations around that. So he definitely won't have played any cricket by then. So uh, it would it would have to be on a, on a little bit of a whim that he would be right. Um, but we will play that out. It's just too early to know just yet. Okay, so that makes an interesting point. Um, you tour England, and I've got the dates in front of me, 8th of September, 15th of September in terms of one-day uh, international cricket, some T20s before that. Uh, I just wonder, Gary, uh, does that mean that team will have been finalised and named uh, before the England tour? In other words, you haven't got very much cricket at all and to, to play. Yeah, I think, I think that is right. Um, we're likely to have named the World Cup squad by then, um, so I think you can expect 
leading into that England series that, that we will know who will be going to the World Cup and the England squad is, is likely to be one that, that, it's, that it's close to our World Cup squad if not everyone that's there. Okay, right. That, that's good to put the uh, the ink on that one. Right, uh, the number three spot. Then, um, if the whim and the candle doesn't come through for us, um, the number three spot uh, very, very crucial, of course, because you, you look for that guy to bat for a long period of time in a fifty-over game. Have you uh, got um, pretty positive ideas about that, or are we still guessing a wee bit? Um, no, I mean we we try we've tried a few different things just on the on the notion that Kane might not be there, and we gave Daryl Mitchell that opportunity um, in Pakistan, and delighted the way that he went. I mean, scored nearly three hundred runs in four innings over there, and with two hundreds. And and one of the things that I love about Daryl is every every sort of thing you put in front of him, he, he just has that ability to find a way, and and he's hugely competitive, and he's been incredible the last two years really for the Black Caps and, and what he's done making every post a winner so I think he's a genuine uh, chance and opportunity for us in that role What kind of balance uh, looking at Indian conditions slightly different from Pakistan conditions I think it's fair to say even though they're very close neighbours as such geographically I just wonder the balance you would look for in this World Cup uh, would it be similar to the previous one in England? Uh, I, yeah, m- maybe maybe an extra spin option, um, and having that up your up your sleeve there. And uh, I guess the when you when you balance out your squad of fifteen, you, you gener- generally have an eleven or twelve in mind, and then you're looking at three spots outside that that cover probably multiple um, positions for you in case of injury. So that's that's what we're just working through at the moment. The Pakistan tour was great for us. It, it gave us some insight. It gave us, I guess, some first-hand knowledge of where guys are at. And now we need to sit down over the next couple of months, put our thinking caps together, just get the schedules and understand who we're playing and what places and, and what the teams are likely to look like, given the, the past history of those grounds as well. Um, and that will help, I, I think, finalise the 15 that we ultimately do take. So if you perhaps uh, just say, for instance, you, you use Mitchell in that role at three, and, and he has been superb, there's no doubt about that. Give the guy a job, he just seems to do it. No problem, I don't have any problem with that. Uh, that means you might have to find a, a, someone in a closing-type role, um, you know, yeah. a, an almost a specialist batter to, to be your closer. Uh, what are you looking at in, in that regard? Well, again, I think it depends on the the all-rounders or the spinners that you have um, and, and their batting capability through the order. And I think one of the decisions you always have to make as a, as a cricket coach and when you put your selections together is, are we going to go in slightly batting heavy or are we going to go in slightly bowling heavy? And... The two have the, the different, I guess, reasons for doing it. If you go in slightly bowling heavy, you're planning on bowling them out for less. You don't have to score as many runs. So if you go in the other way, um, then maybe you've got to find more runs as well. So we, we're certainly just considering all the options there. But I, look, I was, I was pleased in the, in the development of guys like Mark Chapman recently. Uh, he, mm. I think he, he's shown a real ability to flick the switch and, and early on in his innings, which is nice. Then you, you bat around people with the... I guess who have been really solid for New Zealand over a number of years, like your Tom Latham's, who plays plays spin very well, and we we just need to uh, I guess work out who are going to be our rocks of the team and who are, who are the people we're going to put around them that that show that little bit of extra flair. Glenn Phillips, another one that comes to mind, who who's certainly shown in a few innings that he's played that he's capable of taking any team down in the world.
And the other issue, which uh, I think it's uh, raised its head and stuff this morning, actually, uh, the captaincy side of it. Obviously, um, with Tom, you've got the, the wicket-keeping side of it. He's proven he can handle that role. The captaincy has been a uh, pretty easy fit for him as well, it seems. And then you throw your Tim Southey into the mix, I guess. So have you, have you settled on, on your leadership side of things? I suppose that must yeah. be close. Yeah, well, again, it depends on Kane a little bit because if Kane's right, he'll he'll be the captain. So that that's why I, I'm a little bit reluctant to uh, force the hand too much on that right from the start. But it, as you say, we've got two guys who have had had a lot of experience captaining New Zealand, and and look, w- whichever way we went, and and hopefully it's Kane in the end anyway. Then then we'll make that decision at the time. And uh, just finally, uh, the spin bowling thing seems to be part of every question. Uh, every question line that you get I would imagine are you confident you have the right mix, the right balance to choose from to finalise Yeah I'm confident uh, look I, I think the biggest thing for us when we go through and plan um, all positions but in, but with spinners as well is if we were to lose one of those players and, and it's uh, I guess an important cog of your, your team, do you have replacements that can come in and that is what one of the things we've sort of tried to negotiate through in the in the last few months, and especially in Pakistan, is just making sure that we've tested a, a few people. That so, if you lose a, a major player, then 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 can I guess a rookie or one of these people that has less experience come in and do a role? And and look, I'm confident in most of the positions at the moment that we that we do have adequate cover, and and that's encouraging from a depth depth perspective from New Zealand cricket's point of view. Uh, Chris has texted in, um, I think he's uh, one of your um, Canterbury friends actually, um, and just said is the door closed base, door closed basically on on uh, Guppy, Guppy comes up a wee bit on the, as you can well imagine, uh, he's very popular around New Zealand cricket circles and sporting circles, uh, is the door closed on him I, I guess Chris is saying? I, I don't think the door's closed on anyone and, and uh, again we need to sit down and um, evaluate what we've seen in the last six months or so and, and where we're at. Um, look, it's, it's, Gup's been a, a, a magnificent servant for New Zealand over a number of years. We, we've got other guys that are stepping up, I, I guess, now and have had opportunities in the position that he, he's held for so long. And um, I guess at some stage it, it will come to, to come to the end for Gup and come to, come to the end for everyone, but that's not for me to say right now if that's, that's now or not. Okay, and uh, just finally one last text in from uh, Wanganui. Clarkson, Josh Clarkson, um, is he at all on the radar? I'm not sure he's on the radar for this World Cup, but we've certainly been noticing really um, positively how Josh has gone. Um, we've got other New Zealand Day commitments and that that are coming up in, in the August-September period. And, and look, I, I'm, there's still selection to be done around that, but I'm sure Josh is, is the guy that will come up, certainly with white ball discussions in, in that frame. Good on you, Gary. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Love your honesty and uh, the fact that you're available to us as well. Um, have a, a good little break there as you begin in earnest again, I'm sure, uh, towards that World Cup and that Tour of England. Thanks for your time, mate, as always. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, buddy. Cheers.